Hey guys, um, welcome back to Kicking It With Kelsey. Um, thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is called Open Mic, and I have a very close friend, sister of mine, joining me today, um, Darylynn, a.k.a. Didi, a.k.a. Dream Rich. Um, I'm going to give her a second to introduce herself. Hey, y'all. It's Dream Rich. Um, I have a clothing line. I write books. You do everything, girl. And I'm a manager also. <laughs> So she does a lot. Um, the reason why I named this episode Open Mic is because we're literally about to talk about everything, like everything. So it's it's like it's not a lot, a whole lot of people who like know me, like know me, know me. I'm talking about like know me from my younger days. But this girl, like she knows me. Um, we met, what, 10th grade, 9th grade, 10th grade. Yep. Um, super young. We were completely different people back then. Like, <laughs> Totally different, but um, I think it's so important that um, we're constantly talking about our journey to, you know, what what to, what it took to get us where we are today. Because a lot of people see the now, you know, they see what they feel is, you know, success looks like. They feel like, you know, we live in our best lives. We're doing this, we're doing that, but nobody really knows what it took or you know where we came from and the struggles we've had to overcome to make it here. So um, that's pretty much what I, I want to talk about today. So just going back, like, man, <laughs> going back to them teenage years, like 14, 15, like mentally, man, like what, what, what would you say? Like, how, how can you explain that time in your life? Like, I ain't know no better. <laughs> I didn't know who my friends was. I didn't know nothing. You know, don't get me wrong. It was cool. I was, I remember being the little one, I always was the baby out of everybody. So I kind of went through more than everybody. So it was like, I had to defend myself all the time. So I became very defensive then. I'm just now getting over that defensiveness, like being so stern. And like, as soon as somebody says something to me, I'm defending myself because I've, I've had to for so many years. Yeah. So And see, for me, like, man, like likewise, but I think for me it was more so me, because like I, I had got adopted when I was 13. So those high school years, I was like picking up the pieces after that. So I had like a lot of anger built up, a lot of hurt. And it was like, I didn't know how to channel those emotions correctly. So a lot of it came out like, you know, at school, I would fight a lot. Like, whew, them days, like that fighting and just being upset. And like you said, being defensive, like any little thing, it was like, I was on go. Like, you can't say nothing to me. You can't look at me the wrong way. And then, like, our surroundings and was where different. we came from didn't make it no better. <laughs> like, my 10th grade year, I went to Cody High School. And if anybody is familiar with the Detroit public school systems as a whole, you know, like, man, like, so, whew, yeah. <laughs> and see, I didn't have a chance to go to Cody or nothing because all my friends went there. So my mom sent me to consortium in DCH. <laughs> But it wasn't, no, I mean, it didn't matter, we it didn't matter where you was at because we still was right there ending up in each other's school. Don't let us have a problem. We was calling each other. Yeah. It was a point where me, her, and Zana was thick on thieves and they couldn't tell us nothing, you know? So, and Mel, he was riding with us too. Right, so. rest in peace, Mel. But I just uh, feel like that, man, those times, like, even though we look back at it and it was like, a terrible, you know, season that we had to go through. But I feel like it gave us that balance because we know, like, we had the best of both worlds. Yeah, now I I appreciate. I From high school, make me appreciate life a little more. That's when I got hit in my head with a bat at 14. Yeah. Fighting. Somebody came back, I won, and she came (laughs) back and knocked me inside my head on my porch with a bat. And that did something to you. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, it took me down for a while. For the first year, I was okay. 
out of the blue, I used to dance. I used to dance with my homegirls. We used to go to the parties every weekend, and we was dancing. (laughs) And we did a big show at Kobo, and they was announcing the winner, and I fell out in front of everybody. It's very embarrassing, but it was like everybody seen me just fall out. Nobody knew what was wrong. It wasn't a normal seizure, so it took over a year for them to even find out I was having a seizure, you know? And it came from that closed head trauma that they said I was going to be okay from, you know? So... You got to learn to value life and the people that you're around and make sure everybody value you because the girl was supposed to be my friend. So, yeah, and we fought. And that's so crazy because I just feel like it's now like the generation that's, you know, behind us, like that's coming up now. Like the times is way different. Like we could fight it out, you know. Like Now they want to pull out a gun, a knife. They don't want to do it fair no more. So it's like it's really not worth it. You know, like just to my teenagers and stuff that's listening right now, like those high school years really set the tone for how you're going to, you know, live the rest of your life. But also like because I was able to take, you know, my experiences and the things I went through and change it, which was not hard. I mean, which, which was not easy. Excuse me. Like it was very hard to be a completely different person. It's like, it's the people that see me now who knew me back then, they be completely shocked. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Kelsey did a complete growth. Turn like, she's not the same person. Yeah, like, a lot growth. of people don't even know that I used to be that way. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's not something that I'm ashamed about either because it's like, no, I need y'all to see that God is what's real because otherwise, like, I don't know how. You know, like, I just woke up one day and I'm like, this is not me. This is not who I want to be known as. I don't want to be known as a girl that's always fighting or, you know, like, like, oh, don't mess with Kelsey. Like, she's a, you know... She a ticket time out. Yeah, like, don't mess with her. Like, I didn't want to be known, you know, for that person. And that's all up to you. You know, like, who you who do you want to be known for? Like, let's yeah. talk about that. Like, you know, like, when you leave this earth, like, what do you want your legacy to mean? Exactly. You want to, do you want it to be, oh, she was rude, she was a fighter, she was this, or do you want it to be, man, that lady helped me, she was right. dope. She made she a was, difference. She made a difference to the community. She taught me how to pray. You you just don't know. Like, it's all about who you want to be, not who you were before. You know, so many people, Kelsey, we talking about growth. A lot of people don't accept mine. So it's harder when you in the hood still. You, I literally had to pick up and leave and go somewhere else because my house was full with people. And it was, my mom was taking care of everybody else's kids. It was like, okay, my house was the house where everybody came to. You know, my mom was the... The, the everybody mama. Yeah. So it became time for me to leave and let her get a piece of a, a break. My mom got married and everything in that in that time, you know. So it's just all about knowing and seeing and understanding. I was in church and I, I out the blue, I told my mom like I want to move and I moved. So and then that separation is what's so important because when you used to you know your surroundings and these are the people that have grown to be your family. These are the people you love. It's like. Be having to separate yourself from them when you're ready to go to the next level or, you know, be a different person, change your lifestyle. That's so hard because I just remember, like, when I first got saved, like, you know, it's been like about four years now. But I had already been taking steps to be a different person. But it's like those people who were so comfortable with me being that same person, it was hard to, like, break away from them. I got so much backlash. Like, I had people telling me, like, oh, you fake. You think you better than everybody when really, no. Like, I just could no longer be that person, you know, with y'all. And it's like, y'all wasn't ready to go to the next level. So I had to leave some people behind. It hurt it. It hurt it, you know, very badly. Because, like, I would never want nobody to think that. Like, anybody that know me knows I'm 
super humble. Like I will give you the shirt off my back. But it's like when it comes to my growth and me, you know, going to the next level, I have a child and I, she's watching me. So it's like I can't do the same things that I once did. And if you can't understand that, then nine times out of ten, you don't need to be a part of my you life. You don't understand me. That's it. Yeah. You don't understand yeah. me. If you don't understand where I'm trying to go, because I remember not even see toxic people, toxic people can be anybody. And so yeah. just people not believing in your dreams, you know, that 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 right there to this day still is my motivation. That motivates me to go harder. Anytime somebody tell me what I'm not going to do, I'm not I'm not capable of it because I'm a woman for one and because of where I came from or because, you know, the old me, you like, oh, no, nah, you ain't about to do nothing with that. No. I'm going to do everything I set my mind to and I'm capable of anything I put my mind to. So you just got to believe in yourself because you can change any any way you are now. You can change it. That's true. It's just like, man, it just come with a lot of sacrifices, you know, like having to sacrifice your relationships and your friendships with, you know, people that that place of being comfortable. Like these are the people you're comfortable with. Like. How do you break away from that? You know, like, how do you sep- finally separate yourselves? We can say it all day, like, this is what I want to do. This see, is what I see God do. made me very uncomfortable to the point where everything just wasn't going right. Nothing was yeah. going right. So I had to figure something else out, you know? Yeah. My situations, I don't never, I don't let, I, I don't know how to let people go. That was my biggest issue. Now I'm different. Very different. But before, I couldn't let people go. It was like, I love them. Like, yeah. I love them. Like, I get it. They not, they might not be good for me, but I love them, you know? Yeah. So, and now I've, I'm just now to this day, honestly, at 27 years old, can say I'm able to let people go more than I was yeah. before. So, it's not easy, but toxic can be the person next to you. You don't never... Somebody that's not speaking life into you, mm-hmm. they're toxic. Anybody that's a relationship, like you have to understand. I get I get a lot of backlash from friends. Like you shouldn't be single. Anytime I try to be in a relationship, it just don't. It's something about this person is draining my energy. Yeah. I want to. You 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 need a partner. You know so. Yeah. You have to. And that's hard too. Like definitely with us being in the the you know the space that we're in, everybody feel like that. Like if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked me like, why are you still single? <laughs> Like, what do you mean? You think? Are you crazy? First of all, it's, it's easier to find a good woman than it is to find a good man. And my thing is, I cannot compromise who I am or what I have to offer or my worth for just just to say I have somebody. So it's like, yeah, I'll wait. You know, like, I'll wait. I'll be single for the rest of my life until, you know, I feel like God has sent me the person that I'm supposed to be with. Because those distractions... That's nine times out of ten. Like that's your biggest downfall. Yeah, we can talk about them distractions, man. Like, cause man, the devil know how to slide somebody. In. Yeah. I think when you, you know, like you a businesswoman, you got all these things going on. You do get lonely. And you do. Your hard desires come right. I swear, the devil sends somebody right there, and it's like, oh my god. It's we have conversations all the time. Like, Kelsey, he's so perfect. And it's like two minutes. Two minutes later, it's right, like never mind. never mind. Like you know, so you, <laughs> the devil has sent somebody to. Twist your whole world up and then that all your energy right there. You just took all that energy and put it into somebody else when you could have been focused on your business. You could have been focused on what you and I'm not saying don't the person that you're dating or you're about to be with, they need to speak life into you. They need to speak to the queen in you. They gotta to be you, on the same level. To the king in you, level. to all the fellas and don't let nobody ever tell you, you know, that you're not good enough for this and you're not that. You emotional abuse abuse. Mental abuse is real Definitely. And relationships are the biggest things Friends, family members And boyfriend and girlfriends do it the most So And don't get it And ladies, like one thing about it A man is supposed to lead you I don't care how successful you are I don't care what, like no Like you should not have to build up a man To be who you need them to be 
Because the man that God has for you, he's going to already come equipped. He's going to be able to teach you some things. You know, like he's going to be able to lead you to another level. Like we should not be having to dumb ourselves down or, you know, go down some levels just to meet somebody where they are. Like, Mm -hmm. first of all, nobody's going to be perfect. Nobody's going to ever reach our highest expectations. But at the very least, a man is definitely created to lead us. Not, you know, we should not be leading them. And that's just that on that. (laughs) Yeah, you can always be, you know, you got to be the rib. You know, yeah, you could be the rib, absolutely. but you don't gotta have. You don't gotta do the whole thing. Yeah. I don't care how successful I am. If you're not gonna come in and lead the way, I don't want you. You gotta lead. So yeah, that's true. So, what do you think? Like, what's your top five like necessities in a relationship? Like, what do you feel like you need? What do I need? Support. Support is my biggest. I need somebody that pray. Yes, you gotta. Pray. You gotta pray with me, man. Listen, because I don't know how I will. I got. Sometimes I get in the car and I gotta call Kelsey on the phone. Like, look, pray for me real fast. I don't think I'm gonna say this right, but I need you. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna tell you what's going on, and I just need you to help me out. Her, Makia, all of them get me through. I'm happy I met them. I met them. Well, I met Makia and Diamond at the perfect oh, time. Makia, yeah. I say her name wrong all the time. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I met them at the perfect time because at the time that I met them, it was a lot going on. But my Top five would be that prayer, support. support. Man, protect protect me. Yes. Protect me. Don't and when I say protect me, I mean by being with me, protecting me, and if you hear anything, be able to protect me and know that this is not this is not what's going on. You gotta always protect me no matter what. Ooh. I the the last two would be they kind of like the top. Them are my top three because them are the necessities here. Because I, the, those are the last ones. two was kind of up in the air because I'm kind of like a, I'm under, I'm too understanding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that was good. That was a good three. Um, so I want to talk about Dream Rich. I mean, you popping right now. I'm pretty sure everybody know what Dream Rich is. You've done a lot. You've definitely set the tone. You know, um, having your clothing line. You've started from the bottom and I'm so proud of you. I know I tell you that all the time, but you're you're doing a lot. Like you're an author. You didn't wrote two books like sis. I don't know, like um I hope you're not over there being too humble about yourself. Like yeah, you really I'm, got it going on right now. So but I want to talk about Dream Rich just because um it's always a reason, you know, or something that pushed you behind your brand. You know, like why you named it that like what motivated you to just start it. You know, like, cause I know it's a lot of people right now that's sitting on an idea or sitting on a vision that's listening. You know, they got this business idea and they haven't did it yet. They haven't just got up and did it. So I kind of want you to just talk about that a little bit. My need for wanting to be my own boss pushed me to do it. I, I worked for people a lot and it was like, I like making clothes. I made true religion purses when we were young. You remember that? Yeah, I, remember that. I used to make purses. <laughs> I made purses. I made bangles I used to make shirts I used to make everything so I was into kids and fashion so it was either one way or another and then the seizures kept me from going finishing at Michigan State and Lansing Community like I wanted to so I end up not being able to graduate with everybody else so like I said I got up one day went to Miami took a leap of faith and dream rich is where it was at I had to go out there and I found the way so I love it. I love it. Um, so I feel like, you know, with you having such a huge platform, like um, like a lot of people do and people don't understand how important that platform is. And even if you start off your platform one way, like 
realizing that you have a lot of young people that follow you, a lot of people that look up to you, like, what's your take on that? Because I feel like with social media, you know, having a platform, it's so much pressure, you know, with you having a business, with you, you know, showing a certain type of lifestyle, like, how do you draw the line between the two? Because you do still do a lot of motivational stuff, you know, like you do a lot of motivational stuff, a lot of, you know, inspirational stuff. Something with that word inspired that you supposed to have been tapping into, but yeah. I, I beat you up about that. Like, we got I inspired coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm I'm like, tapping into purposes right now myself. Yeah. How do you how do you draw that line? Because it's hard, honestly. Because yeah. I, I mean, I started off before Dreambridge. I was a party promoter, so I was in a whole nother life. I'm just now removing myself out of that life as far as waitressing. I still host a party or two because I have big relationships in that industry still. You know, so just. Taking yourself away from it and not being able to, man, that transition been hard. Kelsey been with me this whole transition, and it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do just to get away from certain toxic situations. And not saying, not saying it's a bad, it's it's bad because everybody starts somewhere. Because I started there, you know. But when you grow, you start seeing changes. You start seeing like, oh no, this is no longer me, you know. So the question is basically. Being on social media is hard. To, when people start telling me they looked up to me, it was time for me to stop posting so much of the places I don't want people to see. Yeah. Because some places ain't really good for you to go. I mean, you can go out. That's cool. But when you give so much energy into one thing, you start becoming a toxic person to people. And I, I became that at one point in my life. I was real mean to people and toxic because I was, wasn't happy where I was at, you know? So, because I had something good. That take a lot. That take a lot of maturity to be able to say that. Because some people don't realize when they're the toxic person. Like with me, like I am like the queen of isolation. When I'm not operating at my best or I'm going through something, I shut down just because I don't want to project that energy on the other people. Because I have been that person too, but unawareingly, you know, like not knowing or not realizing that okay, I'm you know my ways right now are a little toxic because like you said, I'm not happy or I went through depression. And it's like it takes a lot of maturity to be able to recognize that and not put those emotions and stuff off onto other people. Yeah, because everybody want to be around us. Some of us are natural healers. Yeah. And you wonder why everybody calling you and you like, ain't nobody asked me how I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I said, during my toughest times, which was actually within this year or so, it was real hard. I was going through a lot and I didn't even notice that I was depressed myself, but I'm still trying to help everybody. And I'm like, man, I really had to take a step back and focus on me get remove myself from that from the bars because it wasn't making me no more money it wasn't making me the money that I was in there for anyway so need you, you need time so I needed time and I needed time to clean up who I'm becoming because yeah. I'm a whole different girl I'm not even the same girl I was a year ago as far as mentally emotionally I'm somewhere else I'm I'm trying to be bigger and people watching me on social media they just like oh yeah you do this you do that you do this not even knowing and I'm transitioning so much just to be a better woman for myself I'm here to inspire people because I'm still hood you know yeah. I'm still gonna be me no and matter that's what that connection like people don't understand and I um I was having a conversation with um, Shelby. Actually, here, matter of fact, I was doing an interview with her. Shout out to Shelby. Um, make sure you download the iShelby app. Um, and we was just talking about how, you know, I was telling her, like, from where I come from and, like, who I am now, like, I feel like I'm more relatable to people, you know, who are still where I used to be. And it's like most people who have, like, a, a platform, you know, for positivity, like, they just show, like, just the ups. You know, like, life is perfect. Like, they don't have any flaws. They do everything the right way. And it's like nobody can relate late to that 
You know what I'm saying? Like nobody can relate to that. It's like it's almost intimidating because they're like, dang, like that's a complete turnaround for me. And I'm just trying to do, you know, take small steps. So I feel like with my transparency and me just, you know, showing people like, yeah, like I love God. You know, I'm pushing positivity. I'm doing all of this stuff for the youth, but I'm still a human being. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I am not perfect. I still might go hang out, have a drink with my friends. Like, and I don't, you know, like it's all about my level of conviction. But I've been in those type of places, like at the bar or something where I've been able to minister like remember I was remember like we were in the strip club we was in the strip club like it was so crazy like last year matter of fact remind you I had not even been in that type of atmosphere in years and I just happened to go in like I ended up seeing a girl who I went to high school with she was like a little sister to me and she was in there you know dancing like I literally pulled her like and had a whole heart to heart with this girl like we literally in the strip club club strip club crying like the next day she woke up and sent me a DM like I decided to stop and I'm going to nursing school like what had what if I had not been in there you know what I'm saying it's like Everything you know, happens for a reason. Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, it just goes to show, like, everybody think that you're supposed to be so perfect and you got all of this stuff on you, but it's like, are you winning souls? You know, like, that's what's important. It like, don't matter. Listen, you, sometimes you go to certain places just to get better people. You you might be going in there just to, you don't know who you're going to meet. I walk into places never knowing who I'm going to meet. Now, don't get me wrong, there's certain places I ain't going no more, but yeah. I am one of those people that still go. I live my life. You are supposed to live within knowing you know, come as you are. You are who you are. So live your life, but just make sure you know how to balance your life. Yeah. And posting on social media, people become judgmental. Like, oh, you say you pray, you this, you that, you got. Yes, God. God is all in me, you know, exactly. but I'm still going. that's the thing, like, even if you, like, first of all, I love God. I love the Bible. I've read it so many times. But if you watch, if you look at the way and study the way that Jesus walked, like, he was not with no holy rollers, bro. He was with killers, prostitutes, all, like, the people who were doing the worst. <laughs> then, that was his entourage. Everybody that was rolling with him was, Exactly, like, you know? they all came from different walks of life. And it was like, he still was able to hold his light in the midst of all of that. And that's what's important. Like, if you can walk in a place and your light is not dimmed, you in, you in good shape if you ask me like no I, I'm not compromising my light from being in this place I'm letting my light shine in this dark place just to show people it's, it's light other where, it's, it's, it's light, light other places yes because it's no light you never you're not gonna see no light walking into these dark places mm-hmm. so like if they don't see nothing different how are they gonna be able to come out of that to exactly. know like dang like something is different about this girl something is different about her and I wanna know what's different cause I wanna feel that way you know like she's always happy she's positive like it's just something different about her and when they ask me what's different that that's always my chance to be able to like look like I met God you know like this is what changed me this is what gave me this life because I came from them same places so that's what was able to separate me and I think it's so important that even with social media like it's so hard to get caught up like it's so hard to get caught up in this Detroit <laughs> lifestyle like man purpose over popularity I'm gonna say that a hundred times and shout out to our friends who got yeah. the shirts yeah it's pretty with purpose like it's yeah it's so important like I'm still trying to, you know, figure this thing out. Like, I am not perfect, um, but I know that I have a calling over, over my life and I'm fighting to get there 100% every single day, no matter what. You know, no matter how many setbacks I get or no matter how much I'm tempted, like, I'm still human, you know? Like, and I'm just... I feel like as long as I'm making a conscious decision to be better every day, that's what's important. Like so many people beat themselves up because they feel like they're not perfect or they're they're not 100% where they need to be. But none of that really matters. Like as long as you are trying, like as long as you're trying, as long as you're praying and you're making some type of, you know, constant decision to be a better person, like you're on the right track. Um, 
definitely for my teenagers, like, who they they got it so bad now. Like, it's nothing like how it was when we was younger. Like, they got it so bad. It's so much temptation to do. You know, like, they don't really have a lot of role models to look up to. Mm-mm. And it's like, they all lost, you know? And it's, it's just so sad. But I feel like that's why, you know, us as millennials, you know, we have those platforms and we have that reach. You know, we're we supposed to, to tap into it. Right. We all have to like it's really our job to set, you know, a foundation for the generation that's coming up behind us. Yeah, because we kind of actually uh, us. We the best generation. We are the in between of no technology and technology. We got right. We right there. We got we got the cell phones. We was able to pull up on our friends when they have a phone and yeah. knock on their door. Cannot, can they come out and play? So we are we are the best of both worlds. Yeah. So it's really time to tap into it because. Kids nowadays ain't gonna they don't know about half of the stuff that we we was able to experience. Yeah. So it's all tablets, phones, so it's all like even us having kids and steal certain stuff in your kids. I don't have kids yet, but I have nieces and nephews and yeah. you may you have to instill stuff into them. Like they don't know it off bill. You have to instill values. Kids are innocent when they come out. Yeah. So just Start trying to t- instill something different in these teenagers and kids. And that's true. So, like, that leads me to my next question, kind of. So, like, knowing all that you know now, um, you know, the whole journey from everything that you've been through, like, what would you tell your younger self? Like, what piece of advice? You're beautiful. You got it. Don't let nobody tell you. Not, um, don't be scared to take chances. Don't doubt yourself. This is what I would tell my younger self because this is all the stuff that I had going on. With having seizures, you you experience a time where you don't feel like you like everybody else. You I couldn't drive for a minute, so I would tell me to believe that everything should overcome because I've had a seizure in over seven years. You know, so yeah. you know things things shall overcome long as you pray. That's what I would tell my younger self. And stay focused, cause now, I mean, I didn't graduate from Michigan State, but baby, I'm somebody. So that's right. That's what I would tell my younger self. Yeah. So, and like in all of this, like, what do you feel like um, was your way of staying focused? Cause it's so easy, you know. Like all of these things that we just, you know, kind of discussed. It's like they all had the opportunity to either break us, you know, like or make us who we are. Like, how did you? be able to take that stand to be like, no, like I want to do something more. I want to be something more. That my motivation comes from people now. It used to be people doubting me. Now it come from, I, when I called you that thing, I told you, like I was just having a hard time in the car. I was going through something myself. I was battling something. I pulled up somewhere late at night, scared for one, but I was hungry. <laughs> Give me some food. And the guy just stopped me like, you got it. You don't, did you know I was just crying? Who sent you? You know, so... <laughs> My motivation come from people telling me, like, you, you know, Didi, hey. Yeah. Step back, put your head in the game, you know? So, because, like I said, this last year been trying for me. Because you, when you're transitioning to be something bigger, the devil come from all angles. And when I say he hit hard, he hit hard. And he going to hit you in places where you like, man, I'm about to give up. Like, what's going on? So, it's just, it's just my motivation come from now, the people now. So, now I'm, I'm more into... How I make people feel so I can feel better about me. And that's important because it's, we got to have people, like you said, around us that'll build us up. Exactly. That'll motivate us. Like that's speaking life into us. Like I'm so thankful for the group of women that I met, you know, just recently. My soul sister, shout out to my soul sisters. Like they motivate me so much. And it's like at first I was a person that was like Drake, like no new friends. But 
the friendships that I had were not, you know, matching the person that I'm trying to be. So it's like, don't be afraid to disconnect from people, you know, like. And not even disconnect because you can still have those same old friends to do to do certain things, you know, because I still got my old friends. I love them. I love them to death. And I I call them. I pull up. I'm going to come kick it with them, you know, but I also have friends where. They speak life into me. Yeah, you I, need I, that. Yeah. Watching the group of friends you're around, and even if you sometimes you might be the person speaking life into the one that you need to. Yeah. God put you in people's lives for a reason. And, and that's I, true. And that's why, like, with me, that's why I said it's it's so it was so hard for me to have those friendships because I was the person that was speaking life. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now that I have people who are speaking life back into me. It's easier for you to go back and speak life. Yeah, it's easy for me to now. It's better because now you got somebody motivating you, you know? So, yeah. all, all in all, do not just be a friend that's taken. And never giving back. Yeah. Always pay attention to what your friend's going through. Because some of them, that strong friend that everybody call on, they need you too. And I tell people that all the time. Remember to check on your strong friends. Absolutely. Like, we are dealing with some stuff, okay? Like, we may not show it. And that's me, you know, like, all day. Like, even with the... I'm trying to see... Oh, I was at Bible study the other day. And she was just saying, like, how um, pride will make you not accept help from people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that was definitely me because I'm always like, nope, I got it. I can do this. But we don't understand that God sends us, you know, people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes he can't just be come. a little person. Yeah. Be like, it can even be a baby sometimes. A baby will just come around and just be like, hi. A little yeah. boy told me one day, like, you are so beautiful. He was too, for one. <laughs> How do you know what beautiful is? But you got to understand that sometimes you just, it could be a stranger. Yeah. God send them right here just to speak something into you because yeah. you don't never know. You don't end up that pride. Always get rid of pride. Pride yeah. is uh, pride can put you through a lot of more things than you, than you than you have to go. It will. So that's that's definitely my um, my little gem for today. Like make sure you know we're not being so prideful. We're open to letting people help us. You know, um, and just keep going on. Like everybody, and I say this almost every episode because I'm so big on like purpose and finding your why because I've been through so much. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy because like even when I was in high school, like I Didi didn't even know. Like there was a lot of people who didn't even know that I was going through like foster care. I just remember like I grew up on Joy Road and Coil, and I remember when like our foster worker, like she was a white lady. I live in the hood. You know, like all black people, they know white people on this block. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she would come, you know, come to the house, you know, once a week. And everybody be like, what that lady doing at your house? And stuff. And right. I just remember being so, you know, having that, being so prideful, like being ashamed of that. You know, and it was holding me bound, keeping me bound for so long. And I didn't want to talk about it. But like that pride, like it put me in a dark place for years because like I said, I was ashamed. But we have to stop being ashamed of the things that we, you know, we experience and that we go through. So that we can allow people to help us. You and it's part of your testimony. Yeah. And you never know like who it can help. Like, and that's what's fueling fueling this podcast and just fueling me to keep going because I'm getting so much feedback about, you know, people just admiring, you know, me telling my story. And they like, dang, like you motivated me to want to tell my story. Like, and that's huge for me. Like, that's that's really huge for me. So Oh, it's a big deal because even with that book, yeah, that was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life just to just to tap into the younger me and all the things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I'm from we really seen things that you know in Detroit period you see a lot yeah. of things. So if you can make it from here, you can make it anywhere. And I tell people that all the time only because you don't know what people see in their households. You don't know yeah. what's going on. You don't know what a lot of people never knew I even endured all the pain I've endured or why I was so defensive or why I was so stagnant about certain things because I've been through a lot, you know, so I decided to be transparent and open up to the world about who I am and why 
why I value what I value and why I'm not changing for nobody. You know, so. Maybe it's not easy. Do not get me wrong, because I remember my first time even, you know, telling my story in front of a group of people. It was um, my, my women's Bible study. And it was so hard. Like I was literally choking, you know, talking about it. But once I got it all out, I felt so free and I felt like a burden was just lifted off of my heart. And it's like, it's so important. Like it's not going to be easy, but I guarantee you the moment that you do open up and the moment that you do, you know, to start talking about those hurtful things and those things that's hard, you know, like it'll definitely you get so much freedom. You let it go. Yeah. Learn how to forgive y'all. Everybody needs to learn how to forgive. Forgive people for mistreating you. Forgive people for hurting you in any way. Yeah. Forgive. If you forgive, your heart get lighter. It get way for lighter. You, you, you forgiving know? it. You can forgive somebody for you, not for them. It's not for them. Like it's definitely not for them. Man, like yeah, that forgiveness is huge because I've had to deal with unforgiveness. Like it's crazy. Like my dad died when I was 11 years old. And I feel like I just forgave him probably like two years ago in death. And that's like a conversation for a whole nother time. Like yeah. imagine having to forgive someone that's not even alive no more. Like that you can't even tell. That you I can't forget even you. tell. Like, cause I felt like I missed so much. Like even when he was here, you know, like, and just having to grow up without my dad, it was like, it was almost like I was blaming him. Like you knew the lifestyle that you was living. And it's like, I couldn't be like that. Like, but as a child, I just harbor all of these emotions and it, it did start breathing, you know, unforgiveness. So it's like, we have to start talking about these things before we let it build up to a place of hurt and a place of bitterness. Like we got to just start having- Cause you can be bitter and don't even know it. Judgmental and don't even know it. Talking about people. Yeah. Let that hurt go. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. Cause like, hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. Yeah. So- um, thank you so much sis for coming on. I feel like this was an amazing show. Yes, <laughs> this was amazing, amazing episode. Um, so tell them for the people who don't know, let them know how they can get in contact with you. Um, like your social media handles. Um, my social media is dream underscore rich underscore, and that's where you can find me for the most part. <laughs> So um, I just thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, as always, if you have any feedback for me, you can follow my Instagram page. It's K-I-W-K, the podcast on Instagram. Um, my email is K-I-W-K, the podcast at gmail.com. If you have any feedback for me, please do not hesitate. Um, if there are any topics you would like for me to talk about, if there are any guests you would like for me to invite on, um, please let me know. I am always open um, for that. So again, thank you for tuning in, coming to kick it with me. And until next time, stay blessed.